Just get into it. Get stoned. Get started. Get started. Get started. And we are at episode two of the Bag Clan Fantasy League podcast, talking about pre or post draft rankings and preseason rankings. Um, we so far have done five teams. Just to quickly run through them, number one by consensus by Blake, Tyler, and Rob are number one. Number two is Backdoor Hot Snakes uh, with an average total of 2.3. Number three is Fantasy Reapers with an average total of 2.6. Number four is Keg Raider with a consensus four. And number five is Not Racist Redskins by Monty with an average score of five and dropping. I'm here with Blake Kilberger. Hello. Rob Kilberger. Hello. And special guest. 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 We have Adam Gase with us. <laughs> special guest, Nick Nate. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Shows you how special you are. You want to get that right we're, this we're, time? Or? We're going to go ahead and change that to just guest. Howdy. Guest. And I am Howdy. your host. Tyler Bruzek. Tyler. And we are going to start going through the teams. Taylor. How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing great. Doing fantastic. Nate, I, how's it going? I, Nick, Nate. Number <laughs> yeah. one. All right. All right. I'm doing all right. Hey, well, let's talk about Easy Turbo. All yeah. All right. Rob, why don't you kick us off with Easy all right. Turbo's team by Nate? All right. Nate. Nick. <laughs> no, Nick's <spec. laughs> Nice job. Easy if Turbo. You, if, if looks could kill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is you know, team to You know, Nick had the number one pick, and he went with Gurley. And, I mean, look, look at his team. His starting line was stacked. He's got Brady. He's got Gurley. He's got A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, Gronkowski, Jordy Nelson, the Rams defense. I mean, he's good, but... As we'll talk later, he's got a little weakness coming up, but he's got a good starting lineup. What do you think, Blake? So, I saw as you were going over that starting lineup, you skipped over Alex Collins out of Baltimore. I did. So, I understand why you did that. He's a mid to later running back. I know I was looking at him. And he actually rounds out Nick's team pretty well. But we, what we really want to focus on with Easy Turbo is his bench. It's thin, and I'm going to let Tyler take it away of how thin it is. Well, not only is his bench thin, but like you said, Collins, yes, Nick, you pick-sniped a lot of us with that Alex Collins pick, True, but he was your second running back. Can I I chime in? Can I chime in once? You will. What I'd like to nitpick is his receiving core, his starting receiving core. A.J. Green, Emmanuel Sanders, solid. not they they are solid wide receivers, but they are unreliable 
in the past. But here, here's the thing. They have been unreliable in the past. Here's the thing with Nick's wide receiver core. His receivers are actually pretty decent. A.J. Green. Jordy Nelson in the flex. Basically a perennial top 12 person with A.J. Green. Jordy right. Nelson in the flex. What Sanders, do you think about that? Emmanuel Sanders, you know, he, he had a down year last year with 60 recept, or sixty uh, rank, but he's bringing in Cousins. Jordy Nelson going, he was hurt last year and still finishes the number 49 wide receiver. You're also bringing in Jamison Crowder, Cam Meredith, Anthony Miller for Chicago, and Deshaun Jackson. I mean, I don't think this the receiver core is what we should be nitpicking right now. How do you feel that? How do you feel that Jordy Nelson's going to do this year? I I have no idea how Jordy Nelson is going to do. There have been... There have been he's, reports. He's never he's never had a quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers. No, but there have been reports that he is the Jordy the twenty six year old Jordy Nelson, and but then again you're in a Gruden offense and right. I mean Blake, who knows what this is going to be? Blake, what do you think? I am so excited by the Jay Gruden offense or is it Jay Gruden John Gruden. John, John, Gruden. John Gruden? Sorry, Thank my you. bad. Jay I'm, Gruden's he's uh, Washington. Washington. Yes, I am so excited to watch John Gruden coach NFL in my lifetime because I have no idea what the hell he's going to do and Jordy Nelson he has talent he may be older but he's still a talented receiver he's tall he's a brute and he's, he's thick he's good. and I think he could produce hard in the Oakland offense but what I really want to hit on here with Easy Turbo's team is the quarterback situation I was astounded when he he took Tom Brady Reasonable pick, but he took Deshaun Watson three picks late, three rounds later. And just to clarify, in our bag league, you cannot, we do not have a super flex. It is a normal flex, running back, wide receiver, tight end. You can only play one quarterback. I just want to clarify that. Right. So yeah, I I know that the owner likes Deshaun Watson. He had him last year. He traded him away, and then he got injured. So really, it was a net. Zero for the owner of Easy Turbo, but I was just I was just amazed when he drafted Deshaun Watson not three rounds later after Tom Brady. Uh, Rob, what do you think about that? You know, I mean that was a mystery of why he did that because there's other players available that he could have taken. I do like the fact that he's got some on his bench. He's got some you know surprises that could be at wide receiver. He's got Cameron Meredith that could do something at New Orleans. He's also got um, Deshaun Jackson, who, you know, you don't know. Crowder, even though he's sort of injured, he could be something with, you know, with Washington. He's been uh, their go-to guy recently. Um, But you don't know what Alex Smith is going to do there. Um, Cohen uh, for Chicago, he's going to be their do-everything guy, their gadget player. It could be a thing. Um, I he just has question marks on the bench. Um, Nate, what do you think? Do you think... Well, my question is... Is do you think... Deshaun Watson is a... Is he... Trade value? Is he going to play him? Is he going to sit... You can't sit Tom Brady. I'll, I'll do you do you, do you Do you... Trade... Deshaun Watson? What I mean, Tyler, what do you think? I... Is he With, trade value? Uh, I mean, sure, but who are you going to trade him to? Me? I have the weak quarterback staff in the league with Mahomes and Bradford, and 
great. Uh, I don't need Watson. Who who are you going to trade him for? Exactly. Well, I, I hear you. Exactly. exactly. So wrapping up, easy turbo. We we did hit on the quarterbacks. It, uh, drafting a lot, but I will say, as a blanket statement, I am I am afraid of this team. I am actually I am scared of this team. There's so much production in the starting lineup. The bench is it's not an it's not an astounding bench, but it's there. But it is still formidable. But this starting lineup is scary, Rob. I I agree. I think the starting lineup is pretty real solid. I mean, you you can't go. There's nothing you can say about it. Um, the bench has some stars that could uh, arise, but I think it's lacking in depth. Um, but I don't want to meet. I don't want to meet them week one or week two. It's so a scary matchup. Nate. Yeah, Nate. I I agree with you guys. I don't think. I don't think it's deniable that his starting lineup is solid. His bench is weak. I mean, you got Deshaun Watson, but what do you do with him? He's got Tariq Cohen. He's going to be still behind Jordan Howard. His you got a you got Cameron Meredith, solid number two behind Michael Thomas. But I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see how it all plays out, Tyler. Um, the biggest thing that I see in this team is I'll compare this team to a steamroller. This team, the starting lineup, is going to absolutely murder a couple of weeks. But I compared C.O.I. Fish's team to a wagon. Now, you normally wouldn't think that a wagon would be greater than a steamroller. If I break a wheel on a wagon, what do I do? I just patch it up, put another wheel on. If I break apart on a steamroller, it's shut down. So that's where I think Turbo is going to be high in the power ranking this week. Watch out for injury. This what does he do on? uh, Agreed. What does he do on bye weeks? Right. So we're putting. Where's the actually? I actually want to hit on one thing. Where's the add on bye weeks? I see in Easy Turbo's bench Alan Hearns from Dallas. Yeah, uh, we know we're Dallas fans here, but I want to know from the table what do you think Alan Hearns is going to be production? He's most teams have a number one wide receiver. Alan Hearns is the quote unquote X receiver in Dallas. What do you think he's going to do this year? Well, let's take this and let's talk about the Dallas receiving core as a whole. Let's talk about Hearns. Let's talk about Gallup. Let's talk about Beasley. Let's talk about Rico Gathers. Let's talk about everybody in Dallas. I mean. This has been one of the most contested subjects of the offseason. Who's going to get the ball other than Zeke in Dallas? Because and now that Des Bryant's gone. Exactly. You have to move the ball, and who's going to get it? And let's just hand it off to our resident Dallas expert in Riley. Well, in the preseason, Michael Gallup was the man that just shined. So... I honestly think that he's the one that's going to get the ball. Dak Prescott seems to have a good rapport with him. And honestly, Hearns didn't really do much in the preseason. I think he maybe had two or three catches in the entire games that he played. So I'm going with Gallup. Okay, so right. final rankings. What are, where do we set Easy Turbo in our first five teams? 
I set Easy Turbo with this week one post draft power ranking. I set him above Whitefish. I agree. I I, I can't complain about that ranking that you gave him. He's got solid starters. His bench is questionable, but after you know, with not playing week one, you can't really say anything. So you gotta give him the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, I will. Uh, I'll put him at two again. I'm I'm hitching my wagon to Whitefish this year, and you know what? If I'm wrong about that, then so be it. But I will put him at two this year, just above. The Fantasy Reapers and the Backdoor Hot Snakes. You know what? And I'm gonna agree with Tyler. I'm not. I'm gonna put him right there at two, uh, right by the uh, the Reapers and the Hot Snakes. But I'm not gonna put him above myself. Sorry. I mean, I can't blame you for that one. All right. So let's take a break here. And, and since Nate, you weren't on our first episode, um. Let's go ahead and get your top five. I know we or our, your top six, I suppose, so far. We've talked about CI Whitefish, the Fantasy Reapers, the Not Racist Redskins, the Backdoor Hot Snakes, Kegerator, and Easy Turbo. What's your rankings? Well, being non biased, I'm gonna put myself I'm gonna put myself in the top five. I, I don't think I went wrong with 10th pick. I'm not going to put myself in the wrong going Fournette and and DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not going to ridicule myself for that. Ben Rosberger, he has ups and downs, but I think he has an upside. So as far as the top six would go... I would... I would say I I would be in the Backland League. I would say I would be in in the top five. All right. So as so, where would you rank uh, Ci Whitefish versus Easy Turbo? Because consensusly tur- so far, Easy Turbo. I think Easy Turbo. I think is. I think he's ranked is the highest I can go. Right. I think he's number one. So who would you have uh, between Whitefish, Reapers, Redskins, uh, Hot Snakes, and Kegerator as number two? I would rank... I would rank uh, C.I. Whitefish number two. All right. How about All number right. three? I'd rank uh, Fantasy Reapers number three right. and Hot Snakes number four. Number five? It's between uh, Kegerator, which is you, or not racist Redskins. Which would be I would say good. I'd be number five then. And then, All right. and then and Redskins six. Redskins six. Then Redskins six. six. All right. That's what I would say. All right. All right. So the next team we have up is the Foe Use by Gerg Kilberger. My brother. Yep. Um, so just running quickly through the team. At quarterback, they have Cam Newton and Jared Goff and Dak Prescott. Running back, Le'Veon Bell, Devonta Foreman, or Freeman, Freeman, apologies. That other guy. Carlos Hyde, Giovanni Bernard. 
Wide receiver, Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, Michael Crabtree, Cooper Cup, and John Brown. And defense kicker, they have the Vikings D, Patriots D, Greg, the Leg, Zunderlin, and Harrison Butker. Who's a Butker? You're a Butker. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. Who would take two kickers? Nobody. Well, that's the question. All right. Nate, what, what do you think about this lineup? <laughs> well, I'd say first of all, he's got solid running backs. Not going to deny that. With Le'Veon Bell, Devontae Freeman, solid running backs. Amari Cooper, questionable. He's let down every every fancy team last year he let down. I'm not going to bullshit anything. The issue with Amari Cooper is his Michael Crabtree temper. Michael yeah. Crabtree at Baltimore now, that's fine. But... Still questionable because him and Cooper were battling out last year. Uh, I'd say overall he's he's got a solid lineup. Cam Newton, Bale, Freeman, Cooper, Landry, we don't know about. Delaney Walker, Crabtree, Vikings D is going to be solid. I don't know. What do you think, Rob? And apologies, I, I forgot to mention the tight ends of Delaney Walker and George Kittle. All right. So, uh, I mean, Cam Newton's solid, but, you know, he's not accurate, so we'll see how he does. Le'Veon Bell's a stud. That's obvious. Cam Newton's going to be injury prone. Yeah, you don't know. Um, where he was a little reach was Cooper. He took Cooper way early as his number one receiver. Now, does he believe in John Gruden and what they're going to do in Oakland? And is Cooper going to be that guy? I don't know. Is Landry going to be the dude? I don't know. Let's talk to uh, Tyler about that. The one thing that Gruden has always done in his offenses is his number one receiver has always had more than 1,000 yards. And the question is, is more than 1,000 yards a number one receiver in our league, not just the NFL? Right. Stats on stats. Stats on stats. I mean... Cam Newton's questionable for me. I mean, I like I the Vikings he, defense. I like... Uh, he had zero line last year. He, he's a Rams guy. I I just don't know. I, I, I'm not sure the bench is good enough. So, Blake, and, what do you think? Well, and, and I'm going to cut in here oh. again. Nate, I, I don't get why you're saying that Cam is questionable. The guy has played 16 games all but two seasons. I'm... I mean, he, he's played... I'm not, I'm and the other two seasons, he's played 14. I, he's, he's not injury-prone. He's no, the opposite no, no. of injury-prone. And in he fact, runs the ball. In fact, Every... the reason he pulls his shirt apart is because he's a Superman. Superman! And, can't, and nobody can hit him. Every, every running quarterback since Michael Vick has been injury-prone. And I'm gonna stick with that. I'm not. I will never draft a running quarterback. Never. I'm gonna go ahead and ignore that. And over to you, Blake. I do not follow you for your principles, Nate. But I'm gonna talk about this quarterback situation that we have on the faux use. We have Cam Newton, Jared Goff, and then Dak Prescott. I don't know why we have these three quarterbacks. Actually, I do know why. Just kidding. Dak Prescott was a more, for lack of a better term, accidental third quarterback pick. 
I am curious, as the league goes on, what is going to happen with any of these three. Cam Newton, Jared Goff, or Dak Prescott, any of them could have breakout years. Cam Newton obviously has the more upside of the three, but Dak Prescott could be an extremely valuable quarterback to a quarterback-lacking team in our league. So I'm very interested in that. As far as the rest of this team, we have Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, as we've covered, Michael Crabtree. He's, this, this team is deep at my receiver. I have absolutely no worries about my receiver here on the faux use. Uh, to piggyback on your comment about the quarterbacks, Dak Prescott is the only quarterback in the NFL to have six rushing touchdowns two years in a row. That is formidable. But so what, what does do that do? say about Cam Newton? What do you guess? What do you do when you have that kind of stat what does that line say about Cam Newton? with Dak Prescott, but against Cam Newton, who's also a power rushing quarterback, but he also has a bigger I'm arm just than saying Dak that, does. I'm just saying, if, if, if Cam Newton doesn't pan out for him, Dak Prescott is a guy, a, either A, he can serve in the lineup, or he can use his trade bait. So, what do so you, does he say, does he, does he play... Dak over Cam? No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's got some ability to make some moves if he needs to. So, I mean, just going into last thoughts here, um, specifically regarding Cam and the quarterbacks, I think Cam is your guy. You drafted him yes. by. I think Cam's your guy. I think Goff and Prescott are effectively being backups for each other. I don't think that they're being backups for Cam. I think they are bye week fill-ins and or bad matchup fill-ins. What do you what do you uh, think about Jared Goff's upcoming offense with the Rams? Well, and that that's a good question because Jared Goff was number eight last year in our scoring and Cam Newton was number ten, Dak was number twelve. So I mean, you have that kind of middling, well, is he QB one, is he QB two? I don't know. You you kind of have that set, but the Dallas offense is likely going to fall off a little bit. The uh, Rams offense. With, the Rams offense cannot stay where they were, and Carolina can only get better. So I think the big thing that I see on this team is the running backs. You have Le'Veon Bell and Devonta Freeman, which is an awesome starting core, and I don't. I, I can't argue with either one of those picks. Yep. No. After that, what do you have? Carlos Hyde, Giovanni Bernard. That's it. Right. That's, yeah. What do you do yep. if you are... And what's, the, and what's the running back situation in Cleveland? It's, unna- it's unknown. Well, the, the Cleveland situation is obviously Hyde at this point. But well, for now. What it is, is it, for what now. What is it by week six? Correct. So, what is it by week two? So the, I mean, the, you got to look yep. at the fucking... People and they got six deep in Cleveland. Yep. But the so the question is is the running backs on this team? What are you gonna do if and Bell didn't play in the preseason? What are you gonna do if Bell goes down? We've yeah. seen those holdout players get hurt right. at and, higher frequency. Yeah. And that's the worst. That's exactly right. what happens. Blake, we what got, you got one last while, thought. While we have a little bit of time left, I want to bring up Devonta Freeman. All right. Yes. Because we know that the Atlanta running back situation is a shared committee between Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Do you think Devonta Freeman, 
is a number one running back. Do you think he's going to get the production out of a out of, out of starting behind with Le'Veon Bell? Do you think that it's worth it, Tyler? I again, I I said in my uh, opinion that I can't argue with the Freeman pick. If if he would have if I would have been the exact same situation, Freeman would have been on my team and. It, uh, the only question is, is Sarkeesian going to use Freeman uh, the same way Shanahan did? And we'll see. I mean, he was the number 15 running back last year. So, uh, you know, Rob, what do you think? I had Coleman last – or, excuse me, I had Freeman last year, and he got hurt. And I ended up trading him, and I went with – and Coleman made a lot of plays. And I drafted Coleman this year, so – that's how I feel about that. All right, Blake, what do you think? Um, so far, you have Turbo, number one, Whitefish, number two, uh, Backdoor Hot Snakes, yourself, number three, Fantasy Reapers, number four, K-Raider, number five, Not Racist Redskins, number six. Where do you think that the faux fall? Depth, or team as a whole, I would put him almost on par with me, but with the starting lineup that they have, I would put him a slot ahead of the Hot Snakes. A slot ahead of the Hot Snakes. So you are putting them at three, moving everybody else back. Nate, how about you? Currently, you have Easy Turbo, number one. CI Whitefish, number two. Fantasy Reapers, number three. Backdoor Hot Snakes, number four. Kegerator, number five. Not Racist Redskins, number six. I would, I would put him. I would put him a slot behind me. I'm not a. I comes back to the running backs. I don't. I don't. I don't think Devontae Freeman is worth it. I'm gonna put him behind me. So you would currently slot him in at number six. Correct. All right, Rob. How are you? What do I got so far? So currently, you have yourself at number one. Look at me. Easy Turbo at number two, Backdoor Hot Snakes at number three, Fantasy Reapers at number four, um, The Keg Raider at number five, and Not Racist Redskins at number six. You know what? Uh-oh. He took the glasses off, folks. I put him behind you, Tyler. So you're putting him in Must the number be seeing that five clearly. Slot? Yes, I am. Put him at five. I think both of you two teams have better. I think I do, and I think uh, Turbo does also. So, yep. Take the glasses off. Must not be seen clearly. I'm thinking. And you no, still think you're number one. He's not seeing clearly. I don't think he is. You think you're number one is what I'm saying. Well, I'm not changing that. You can't. I can't. I already made that. I already stuck to it. I already stuck to it. Yeah, exactly. All right, so the next team up. Well, here... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Excuse you. I think, <laughs> I think my team guys, one, guys, settle. So the one thing... Take your that, goggles off and uh, we'll see if you think clearly. The one thing that I will say about the foe-use is that I think the starting lineup could surprise people. It could. I so, don't at all. But like other people's dead better than his. But, I don't at all. But... Right? They're starting. His starting lineup is garbage. <laughs> wow. Well, that's just your opinion. There you man. go. Right. Mark Cooper, garbage. 
All right. But what I'll say is that his starting lineup, while I think it they could surprise people, is going to take a little bit. Yep. I think Kegerator's starting lineup is better, so I'm putting Kegerator ahead. Do you think... All right, so moving on to our next team in the league. It's the Thai soccer team, owned by Jared Jensen. Go, Jared. A returner to the league. So, Jared, or the the soccer team started out with an auto draft for his first two rounds, I believe. Two or three, yeah. And he auto drafted Kareem Hunt and Julio Jones. And then on Not the return, terrible. got Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Then he re- rejoined the draft and was able to take Aaron Rodgers, Marshawn Lynch, Brandon Cooks, Sammy Watkins. And his bench has my- Matt Ryan also. Wait, what the fuck? Uh, and also uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, quarterback. He's also got Rashad Matthew, Matthews, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Parker, and Sterling Shepard, all at receiver. Yep. He's really flush with receivers on the bench. He really is. My take what, is he's gonna he's gonna get hit hard at the bye week. He might get he hit. Has, yeah. He has right now he has three Kansas City players starting. What's your take? He's gonna hurt him. What I take is Aaron Rodgers is a solid quarterback. Solid start. He has can't, another two on his bench, which it. I'm a little worried about why he has Matt Ryan and Jimmy Garoppolo on the bench. But when we look at the receivers, like I said, he's flush. Julio Jones, Brandon Cook, Boom. Sammy Watkins. Boom. And on the bench, he's sitting Pierre Garcon, Sterling Shepard, Devontae Parker, Kelly Galladay, Rashard Matthews. He has so many options at receiver, it's ridiculous. But then at tight end, he's got Travis Kelsey. Game day starter. Every single week except for the bye. What it's does he have just, for running backs? It's an amazing start. And then running backs, he's a little lacking. And I'm going to I'm gonna move it over to Tyler so to talk about those running backs. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about this team, just at first glance, is there's not a whole lot of weaknesses. You could, you can plug and play pretty much anybody from the bench into the starting lineup at any given time. Maybe you overload it a bit on wide receiver. You only have four running backs with Crowell, Morris, Lynch, and Hunt. But, I mean, if you can get a one or two running backs throughout the season that have good opportunities, this team could be lethal. Guys. Is Marshawn gonna produce? Well, I mean, that's the question. I mean, that's a big well, question. I, I guess here, here's the question I'll put out to you guys. If he was, was Marshawn Lynch a disappointment last year? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Yes, from Absolutely. Nate? Yes, compared to what people thought he was gonna be. And that's a yes from Blake as well. Guys, he finished as the running back 20 last year. He did. He was he was a running back too. He was a starting yep. running back in our All league. Right. He was. So we have three we have three people saying uh that he, he was a that he was a disappointment last year and he's coming in as a number a solid number 2 running back. Blake, what do you All think? Right. I want to say that I I owned Marshawn Lynch last year for a good 4 week stint. <laughs> And I, and I needed a running back last year. Yep. I needed him. And my thought Marshawn Lynch was going to be a solid 
10 to 14 point ish guarantee for produce. me and he produced maybe four to eight yeah for those four weeks i had him he was a disappointment for me then i personally do not think he's gonna be any more than that this year i agree even with john gruden i agree i i, mean, I i've i had marsh on this last year and he did not produce but that was in a he came out of retirement it was a new system I think with John Gruden, I think he's going to produce more than he did last year. I'm not saying he's going to go back to his old Seattle ways, but I think he'll produce more than he did last year. All right. Um, Where he's weak is obviously what we're talking about as a running back. If Lynch doesn't produce, he doesn't have anything. Crowell is what he has been, which is a power runner that sometimes... Gets good uh, games and a lot of times gets hurt. Garbage. And he has nothing else. Yeah. He's, he's got, Alfred Morris. He's got garbage. Who they've, San Francisco has already said that Matt Pareda is going to get the start. Right? Correct. Correct. So, Alfred Morris is kind of a... We know what he did with Dallas. Every once in a while he'd have a game. San, I mean, San Francisco is a fucking... You know, he is might a, get just 60 yards. A, you typically call him the first and second down back, right. but realistically, he's a first down he's back. He's a first down back, right. So you're not anything there. So he really doesn't have anything at running back. I mean, and he's banking on Brandon Cooks being the receiver that he's been in the past for the Rams, who already have Cooper Cup, who already have other receivers that have produced last year. We don't know that Brandon Cooks is going to be that guy. So I just don't feel good about the Rams receivers this year. I feel good about the quarterback, not the receivers. I mean, and so, Blake, I, I want to talk about Marshawn Lynch a little bit more because I think he is truly a fantasy enigma. So you had him towards the, the last half of the year last year, correct? Yeah, it was about the, the last middle ish sure so i Second, mean third if you let would. me let me just run through the rushing attempts that marshawn had last year through the first four games 18 12 6 9 i mean guys yeah that's that's a guy coming off of retirement correct the next four games 12 13 2 against kansas city and that was the uh, game where they were passing all over the place, and they went to overtime. Right. Uh, I believe they went to overtime, but that was the I believe that was the Amari uh, big game. Yes. Uh, four, and then fourteen. All right. So you're still getting approximately thirteen rushes a game outside of that two. Uh, uh, the weird game, and you can't bank on that, can you? You cannot. If you were tell, if you would tell me, I got a running back. I'm going to give you 14 carries a game. Do you want him as your starting running back? No. But based, based off those unless numbers, you're yes. unless you're in the New but, Orleans system, but but his last seven games, 11, 26, 17, seven, and that one. Had an 8.7 yards per carry. 16, 25, 19. I mean, towards the second half of the season, they started running Marshawn like crazy. Beast mode. And he only had two games under four yards a carry. I mean, guys, 
in John Gruden's system where He's the wide percentage of That's fantasy experts, where the where everybody's saying they're trying to take this back to 1998, great. Give me Marshawn Lynch this Give year. Give him the ball. Okay. I Give him. Have... That's why I have so much faith in Marshawn and Brandon Cooks. I think they're going to get the ball a lot. I, I agree with what you're saying in principle, but I just don't think, I just don't have the faith that they're going to do that for Marshawn Lynch. What do you think, Blake? I, I think Marshawn Lynch can take the load. He can take those 15 carries. Nobody's going to make a joke about that? 18 carries. Blake likes to take a load. 23 carries a game. Marshawn Lynch can do it. I can. I have full faith that that man is a fucking brick wall. Yep. I don't think he's going to produce, though. I, I think they are going to give him the ball a jillion times the game, but he's not going to break those 8, 10-yard runs, those... 23-yard runs that we want to see from him. I don't think he... He might break a four-yard rush on the goal line for a touchdown. I just don't think he's going to do it. But, I mean, looking at the last... Again, the last seven games, he only had two games below four yards of carry. He might not break off the 100-yard rush that you're looking for, but... He never did. He's going to be the solid guy. He's also not a receiving back in our league with PPR. I don't think he's going to produce as much as he wants. All right. Let's grade him. Let's grade this team. PPR back. Tyler, let's grade this team. So, just, I mean, looking at this team, again, I I worry about the running backs very much. The wide receivers, I think you have enough pieces there to plug and play. Obviously, you have Rodgers, Garoppolo, Matt Ryan. You're not going to worry about quarterback week to week. Same hunt, Obviously. solid. And you have Kelsey at tight end. Yeah. Where do you Where do you rank? I think, you know, overall, this team probably, as far as starting lineups go and as far as what I think they're going to do start of the season, probably falls a hair ahead of Keg Raider. It's... It's not much. Because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's because even if Rodgers has a bad week, even if Rodgers gets hurt, you got Ryan to throw in there. Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing with this team is going to be jumping on those waiver wire transactions for the running back. He's going to have to. Any early be, injuries. Yep. He's going to have to. All right, Blake, what do you think? What I think is, and you know, you know I like the receivers. I like the receivers Obviously. in fantasy. I have... Three top eight receivers on my fucking team. But I think there's too many here. I think there are too many receivers that are... Obviously, you have Julio Jones and Brandon Cooks, your starters. But you have too many other receivers that you can plug in and plug out. It's going to be a hard play. You're going to have a lot of points on your bench. And again, as we said, the running backs are an issue. So I'm going to rank them... Below Kegerator. You know what, Blake? You absolutely swayed me there. I just took a, no- a second look at Kegerator's starting lineup, and my word, those receivers definitely swayed my opinion. I got to move them below Kegerator. So uh, that moves them down to six in my rankings, and Kegerator back up to five. I 100% agree with the both of you. They've got um, a great, great quarterback situation, but 
that receiver situation just doesn't help it, and I agree with the exact ranking that you guys said. So, uh, Rob, just to clarify, you are putting them, the only team they're ahead of is non-racist Redskins, which Correct. is Monty's team. So Correct. That's good. Nate? I'm going to... I can't complain. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little biased, obviously, but I, I just think my, besides my quarterback, obviously he has the best quarterback in the league. What, besides that, he has, he, I have better wide receivers and running backs than he does, so I'm gonna put him behind me. All right, next. Who's next, Tyler? So the next team that we have on the docket is the Trash Pandas, which is Chris Mersman's team. Obviously, with quarterbacks, we got Andrew Luck and Alex Smith starting off. Um, For running backs, we have Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook, LaShawn McCoy, Derrick Henry, Duke Johnson, um, for wide receivers, we have T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Marquise Goodwin, Josh Doxson, Paul Richardson, Tyler Lockett, John Ross. Um, for tight ends, we have Evan Ingram, and that would be about it. And for defense, we have Broncos. And for kickers, we have Jake Elliott. Now, guys, I definitely want to talk about can this I, Tyler Lockett extension. Can I Rob, take Rob? Give me a little bit of information on that. I mean, they just signed him to a three-year extension. Um, so the the Seattle feels good about him, but he's been hurt this preseason. So if they sign him to extension, it means something. So it's it's not a bad sign. Um, the thing I'm really looking at with this team is Andrew Luck. Um, they're kind of pinning all their hopes on that. Blake, what do you think? I have zero faith in Andrew Luck. I'm sorry. I I think he's a great character, great guy, uh, wonderful you know pillar of the community. But I just don't think you can come back like that and play play star football like he did before the injury. I have I did I had zero faith in Andrew Luck last year coming back from the injury, and he never came back. I have. No faith in him coming back this year from the injury. I think he will play, and I think he will do decent, like... I think a, he'll be scared. Uh, I think he'll be scared. I think he'll be like a Case Keenum kind of caliber of a quarterback. I don't think he will play anywhere near where he is expected to play. All right, here's where I, I have a... I, can, I, can I intervene? Sure. I, I agree with you. I think Andrew Luck is going to be below average this year. From what he's expected. Uh, I also think, in my personal opinion, I think Saquon Barkley is going to be below average. I don't... He's not going to be Ezekiel Elliott. Um, He's got Dalvin Cook. T.Y. Hilton, again, with with Indy. I don't think he's going to be that great. Um... But anyway, on those, Rob, do you have anything to? Sure, I was going to just say I'm I'm worried about Dalvin Cook. He was hurt last year. 
Minnesota has weapons. They've got a quarterback. They've got a tight end. They've got everything. They don't really need Dalvin Cook to be the man. They also have Latavius Murray, who actually showed last year he's that, he, big, could, but he's a big that he could do the job. They are going to bring Dalvin Cook along slowly because they know he's the future. And, and, and Latavius it, is a big back right. to help. And in fantasy, I'm just Cook. worried that Dalvin Cook, for the first three games maybe, is brought along a little slow. And if you're looking for a guy that's going to just give you that that hammer, you know, give you the, all those points, that you're going to be slow on that. I mean, to add on to that, you have a guy in Saquon Barkley that's coming off of a hamstring injury, which... You it's could, tough you for bring, running backs. Tough for running backs, but tough for college players to come off of coming into the league. I mean, this running back core, I don't know if they have the most questions, but they're damn close to having the most questions in the league. Dicey. Oh, yeah. Blake. I, I want to hit on this running back core again for this team. You have Saquon Barkley, hamstring. Dalvin Cook. Injury with Latavius Murray in the backfield. However, Dalvin Cook is a receiving back. But on the bench, you, you're sitting here, Derrick Henry, iffy in Tennessee. Tennessee running backs are, they're just terrible. there, really. They're terrible. And then you have Duke Johnson, who, I like Duke Johnson. I'm a big Duke fan. But nah. the, the Cleveland running backs are flush as hell. But that is all the running backs we have on this team. They had seven we, running backs in Cleveland. We've once again run into a fantasy team that is extremely flush with wide receivers. We have what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight wide receivers on this team. I think that is way too many receivers and not enough running back depth. All right, here's another thing that you're going to add to that. You got Andrew Luck as your quarterback, right? Yep. Who's questionable. With all kinds of problems, you know, he's coming back off injury. You're mounting that with T.Y. Hilton. You're hoping that both of those uh, jump on the thing, uh, jump on the bandwagon. Plus, you got LaShawn McCoy. Shady is what you would call shady. Shady, exactly. Always produced. I mean, he's always produced. Yes, he always produces. He's always he, produced. Uh, except he's got go, problems this year. You cannot go against He Shady. can't control Tyler. What do you guys say? Here's my question. You guys are... I mean, we're all, wor- we're all worrying about the potential depth at the running back position. Guys, Duke Johnson was number 12 overall in our league this year. There are no indications out of Cleveland that he's not going to play the slot. I mean, this guy could be one of those guys like Ty, like Ty Montgomery was the, yep. a couple years ago. Is he going to yes, play him, though? But Is he going right. to play him? But, but he could be one of those guys where all of a sudden you could have the wide receiver slash running back tag. Dude, Johnson's not that guy. all of your slots... He was the number twelve running back last year. What do you want from him, Nate? He's not a he's not a receiving <laughs> but running back. Is he going to play? Mean him? He's not a receiving running back. That's all he does, Nate. Yeah. What what, what are not. you looking at? Where you are saying that he's not Eight. a receiving running back? He's lined up in the slot last year. You 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 put him up against any of my running backs, and he will not produce. What? Where? We're, what? But we're not talking about production. We're talking about volume. We're talking about volume. potential. You want potential. production. 
Fine. How are you not you wanna, fucking seeing okay, that? Okay, we'll talk about production. He was yep. the number 12 running back in our league last year. All right. right. He That's was fine. borderline. You put him up, you put one, him up again. Running back one. Boy, I know, and you're talking yeah. in Cleveland. RB1 you're talking two. in Cleveland. He I'm talking will about not. in Cleveland with no quarterback, he no wide receivers. He was the guy. He has, he was the only and guy. he has. And what is he getting this and year? He has three. Maybe a quarterback. They have, they have three wide receivers. receivers. Yes. They have three receivers. A now. tight end in the second year. They have three receivers now that are that could make a starting lineup in any team, and now you have. You said that to make your running back better? And now you... I don't think Duke Johnson's the number one running back in... I don't think he is. My personal opinion. Sorry. As we've just seen, the Cleveland situation as a whole... It's volatile. It's just volatile. Volatile. there is so much potential in Cleveland this year. And just the fact that it's Cleveland, it's ridiculous. Right. They have Jarvis Landry... Uh, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Yeah, Josh, Josh Gordon, Gordon potentially. Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde, yeah. Duke Johnson. Tyra Taylor starting now. Nick Chubb. Fucking, and their defense with they drafted, uh, Joku. They, they drafted, they drafted yes. Nick they Chubb at running back. Last year, but yeah. Chubb. They drafted Nick Chubb at running back. They're, I like the, Chubb. The Cleveland is such a melting pot of potential. It's I just so it. ridiculous. Yeah, it is. But what I actually want to bring up is Evan Ingram. Yes. I really want to bring up Evan Ingram because Evan Ingram, rookie last year, am I wrong? Correct. Correct. Rookie last year was extremely productive as a rookie tight end. We don't see that kind of production out of a rookie tight end almost ever. Most exclusive injury. Yes. And he was amazing. He's listed as questionable on the on the on ESPN right now. He's the starting tight end for the Trash Panda. Do you think he will produce like he did last year, Tyler? Completely. I have as much faith as I have in almost any tight end that Ingram is going to finish in the top eight, which means in our league, as a 10-man league, you are going to start him every single You really think that Evan Ingram can produce the same production from last year with Eli Manning, who is a degrading quarterback, you think Evan Ingram with, with I, Odell I, Beckham back? I don't think you. But I don't think he's but degrading. that's fine. Give I don't Odell think Beckham he's back. Degrading. Bring Shepard back healthy. Give them a running back. What do all those weapons do? They open up the middle of the field. That's what those do. And I don't think all Eli those weapons give Shepard a draw. All of a sudden, the next play, Ingram's open. Give Odell Beckham a pass down the field. All of a sudden, Ingram's open. Dude, Ingram is as much of a lock as we could. Outside outside of the Gronk, outside of the Kelsey, outside of the Earth. I mean, that top tier of tight end. I mean, there's really only three guys in that top tier. Outside of that, Ingram is as much of a lock as there is. Now, I am not arguing his, his athleticism, his young, his... Ability to play football, but do you think coming off of the rookie season he had, what kind of effect does that have on a tight end coming back into his second year in that kind of Giants offense? All right, I'm going to tell you this it's all on Eli. Can Eli handle it? Yes. It's all on Eli. Now, you've got a receiver that's just got to make a contract, right? Who's going to demand the ball? Oh, of course. 
Right. So that's happening. You got Shepard, who's going to want the ball. And you've got Ingram. And you've got a new running back, who's not only a runner, but a pass catcher. Right. So does that, take, right. does that detract passes from Ingram? I mean, yes, it does. It can and will probably. I mean, yes. so that's where the danger lies with Ingram. He's not going to get what he got last year. He got a lot last year because of all because the Odell injuries. Was because hurt. Odell was out. Because Shepard got hurt. Because everybody got hurt in that team. And so Ingram was the focal point of the offense, but now just, you bring I now you not. bring you bring in Saquon, you bring in Odell that, healthy. The, that's the danger. You bring that's in the danger. Everyone, you want to hear Ingram is is not gonna get what he used to get. Here is the differentiator. All right, I don't care if he loses targets. You know why? Because last year. They were throwing to him in situations where they would normally throw to Odell Beckham. Evan right. Ingram was significantly below average in catch percentage. Right. Why? Why? Not because he was going over the middle and getting smashed, but it, because he was going up against safeties that were significantly better at spotting the ball. He had a 55% catch percentage on 115 targets. Fine, take him down to 90 targets. Just bump that catch percentage up because he's going to be wide open this year. Guys, if nothing else, he's going to be the same player he was last year, which turned out to be, what, the number six tight end? Great. Add him to my team. All right. He won't be that. He will not be that efficient, though. What do you mean he he won't be that efficient? Nate, he, he was won't historically be. You, you just said it. You just said it. No, no. You you add Saquon. You add Odell back to the mix. Great. He won't be that efficient. No. We, but he was shit at efficient. He was right. terrible. He was terrible. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Right That's exactly what you're talking I'm telling about. you. Right. I'm telling you. I guarantee you, he's not going to be that efficient. But we're talking about efficiency. I know. And I'm saying I'm that telling he you, just, he's not going to be that efficient. If he just comes to the league average in efficiency and he drops 30 targets, he's fine. That's fine. He might be an average, average tight end again. Okay. We he have, might be above average last year, but he's not. He's going to be average this year. That's we a have, shit take. We have a couple like. minutes left to talk about this team. I yeah. really just want to bring up very briefly you know, LaShawn McCoy. We talked about him shortly at the beginning of this team. We've talked about this in the last part where the Buffalo Bills have almost no weapons. It's Kelvin, Kelvin Benjamin, Benjamin, Charles Clay, and Shady. Shady is this is questionable. Tyler, do you think LaShawn McCoy can produce like he has been for the last, what, 10 years? Can he be the workhorse of the Buffalo Bills? The short answer is no. He cannot be the workhorse. But that's coming off the fact that LaShawn McCoy is a guy that has deceptively taken a lot of carries. I mean, I talked about Charles Clay last year being Mr. Necessary when he was in the offense. 
who's going to be Mr. Necessary for them this year? I mean, you have a rookie quarterback. You have probably the worst offensive line in football out there in Buffalo. What are you going to do? Are you going to throw deep? No. You're going to throw running back screens. You have to throw to Shady. You might, you you're might gonna, have the, arguably the worst defense in the league, too. You have to throw so they to can't, Shady. They can't do anything. You're going to throw, throw to Shady on offense because you don't have any offensive line. Yes. You either I throw to Shady or you throw short to it. Uh, Shady's he's going to get set up. He's going to get set up. The failure. only reason Shady is in the third round and not in the top of the second is because of the suspension risk, which right. we will not get into because nope, we I don't agree. get into politics on this right. podcast. I agree. I agree with you. Well, so, let's rank this team. Let's rank these teams. Nate, where do you rank this team? I rank them... Andrew Luck. Uh, I rank them eighth. Eight? Eight. So just ahead of Monty, and that is it below Jerry Jensen in the Thai soccer Eight. team. All right, Rob. Dude, I'm gonna agree. I think Jared's got a better team. So you would like to put him at eight as well? Yep. Blake, I I have to agree with everybody else. I yeah. think Jared has a better team. I do not trust Andrew Luck. I think Evan Ingram will come out with it. I think he'll come out with three quarters of production and the points he had last year. But I think Shady is going to fall off the bandwagon this year, so I'm going to have to rank him behind Jared. And I'm I rank mine just for different reasons. Andrew Luck and Saquon aren't. Tyler, what do you think? You know, guys, this is one of the tougher teams that we've had to rank so far. Um, I agree. Uh, you know, I was going to dock points because of the uh, the um, question marks uh, with Andrew Luck, but you got Alex Smith, which is a consistent force. Yeah. Yep. Guys, I'm putting them up at uh, up at five. Okay. I love this team's running backs, and I think you can piecemeal together a wide receiving core. I think if I could, if I could give one more take, if if Alex or if Andrew Luck, if Andrew Luck and Saquon can produce, they're going to be a solid top three team. If Denver's defense produces, top three. If Lashawn McCoy produces, top three. That's it. That's all I got. Alright, so the last team that we have is for Freedy, and it is team Let's Go Cyclones. Go Cyclones! Go Cyclones. Uh, Alright. And it's this was our last place team last year. Um... Starting off, he has Drew Brees and Phillip Rivers at quarterback. Kamara, Mixon, Lamar Miller, Chris Carson, and Corey Clement, and Aaron Jones at running back. Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Golden Tate, Nelson Aguilar, Mohamed Sanu at wide receiver. Greg Olson and Njoku at tight end. At defense, he has both the Eagles and the Ravens. And at kicker, he has Matt Bryant. 
Um, first look at this team. You know, this is one of those teams. I'm not going to worry about the quarterback, specifically because I think that he has one of those quarterback staffs that will play every week between Breeze and Rivers. It will just be up to him to play the right one. But at every other position,